Hey guys, I just wanted to offer a quick apology here for those of you who managed to listen to episode 23 before I fixed it. There was a little bit of a cut in there that I had to cut out and I didn't. It had some swears. It had me getting very frustrated at something that I couldn't say. Um, and I kind of acted a little bit inappropriately because of that. So I'm very sorry that I got out there and I hope you can forgive me, but thank you. Hello and welcome to the Nintendo by Numbers show. My name is Eric Zarch and they say one is that loneliest number. But luckily for me, Nat, I'm joined by you. Hey everyone, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Nat. How is your... What day are we on, Nat? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, they all just start to merge into one at one point, don't they? <laughs> they do. They do, definitely. My Wednesday is going fantastic. I received a game in the mail today that I've been waiting for for like the past week. The funnest, so thing, the funnest thing is when Nat gets new games, she sits at the window like with the mailman's and like... I do. Every, oh. every time he drives by, I'm like... Watch him, watch him, see if he puts anything in the box. <laughs> like, and it's like a dog waiting for their owner to get home type thing. There's just like the, the tail's wagging. <gasps> it could be coming today. Uh, well, well, no, <laughs> less, I'm, I'm not panting. that excited. <laughs> I say, it was less panting and excitement and more eagerness. I mean, I do get disappointed if he just like puts a letter in the box. I'm like, oh, it's just a bill. <laughs> no, that's always the worst, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, here we go. Oh, no. No. <laughs> so, Nat, what did you get? What, what's happening? What are you playing? So, I got ukulele in the impossible lair. So I am super excited to start that. Mm. And what am I playing? I'm playing Link's Awakening. What's that? You didn't, tell, you, didn't, you didn't tell the other people the other game that you got. Yes, so Rogue I got Legacy. a game yesterday as well, Rogue Legacy. So this was a limited run game and I, I had to get it. Mm. Like I'd love to get more games from them, but they, it's, it's a bit pricey. Well, Rogue Legacy is one of like your favourite and my favourite games of all time, especially you. You love that game <laughs> and dived right into it. So. I played it through twice. Yeah. Like the whole way. Got it all done. But we'll have to have the Rogue Legacy cast another day because you were saying you're playing Link's Awakening. I am playing Link's Awakening. So I'm actually up to the the egg. I'm up to the very end you're of up, it. You're up to the egg. Yes. You're almost done. I am. I'm so close. But I'm not actually doing the egg yet. I'm going around and trying to collect some of the collectibles that I've missed before I finish the game. There was a sum in there, Nat. What is that supposed to mean? A sum? Well, I don't think I'll get them all. But I want to go around and try and get as many as I possibly can before I finish it. Okay. I don't know. I just it it's kind of like that mentality. It's like once you finish a game, you don't come back to it. But it's like if you go around and get everything done before you finish it, well then you, I don't know. You kind of feel better about it. I'm definitely the same. Like when I played like Metroid in the past, I'd go around and I'd, I'd collect everything, and if I didn't 100 percent it, then. I just wouldn't. Exactly. I'd just be done. Exactly. So I'm like, I've got to do as much as I can before I go but do that final boss. You, you said you're going to do as much as you can. You're not actually going to do everything. What, why is that? Why are you holding yourself back? Well, I need to walk, use a walkthrough to get every seashell. So I think there's like 50, I think they said in this game. Yeah. I know I'm not going to be able to find all 50 on my own. And same with the heart pieces. I have missed quite a few. And I just have to use a walkthrough. And then you have to go through every single one and try and figure out the ones you have got and the ones so you've missed. Have you just set up a cliff that you're going to just drop off when you get to there to say, this is the point that I'm getting when I have this much. I'm just dropping off. That's the end of the game. I'm done. I think when I've kind of just like walked around everywhere and found as much as I can, that's when I'll be like, boss time. Okay. Well, we got a big episode planned today, Nat, which we're going to move into right now. And actually, there's going to be cuts back for you podcast listeners. <laughs> yes. So, so that I can start each segment off fresh with knowing what's going into my mind. We're just going to go... And you're going to hear exactly. music come up probably we will right about reset. now. And then we'll be starting again.
Every year for Mario games is a big one, and 2020 is guaranteed to be another one of those big years, Nat. Oh, absolutely. So I put the task to you today, Nat. I said, let's go through, let's figure out what could possibly be coming in 2020. Let's get a list together and figure out what's more likely we're going to see from Mario in 2020. And I did not hold back on that list. Oh, my goodness. Like I, <laughs> Nat's got this list to me, and she's brought it to me, and, and this is... It's a list, people, of just all these different games. And I think the only one missing is maybe Mario Paint. Which is funny that you said that because I did actually think that it did cross my mind. I'm like, ooh, Mario Paint sequel. No, you that's need, going a bit far. You need to be stopped, honestly. Like, I do. You've got a lot of games here. So we better get into this list anyway because there's a lot to go through. Yes. Uh, so what do we start with? Let's start with number two because we've done them out of order here. With Paper Mario. Do we think we're going to see a Paper Mario game into, yes, by the way, is the answer. In, in 2020. I would love to. I would love to see a Paper but Mario game. you were on the game. no bandwagon yesterday. Well, let me finish. Okay, never. Before you interrupt <laughs> me. I would love to see one come, but I, I, I'm I, still on that fence. I still don't think it's going to happen. You still... I think, I think we're going to possibly more likely see, like, Color Splash come, like, port over that game before yeah, we get a new one. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I'm on the maybe bandwagon there. Like, I would like a port, and that's certainly a lot easier for them. But I think that it's about time they, they had a Paper Mario game. I think they've been working on one. I don't think you reckon? Yeah, I don't think they left it. You reckon there's one in the works? I don't think they left it for this long without without <laughs> been working on a Paper Mario game of some sort. I hope not, because it has been three years since Color Splash came out. So that was October 2016 that it came out. So, yeah. I mean, I do feel like we are due for one. I mean, it's always possible, too. Like, let's not pretend that they couldn't, they don't have a, a well of Paper Mario games they could go back to. They could go back to Thousand Year Door and get a HD remake of that. Yeah. God, 64, throw that out there for oh, the definitely. HD remake. You know, yeah. It's always possible they can go back to these old games. But I'm thinking 2020 is like. Out of all my games in this list, this is the one that I'm like, it's, this has to be a Paper Mario game next year. There has to be. <laughs> like, you would think so, because, I mean, Mario games, they're always bringing out new ones, and mm. they don't really seem to bring out the same ones, like, with the exception of, like, Mario Parties and, you know, like, doubles that come out on the same system. So yeah. I do feel like maybe a Mario, Paper Mario will be in the works. Yeah, it's got to be in the works. What about number two here, Nat? <laughs> Mario so, um, Mario Odyssey. Do you think we're going to see a Mario Odyssey, whether it be DLC, whether it be a sequel to Mario Odyssey? Um, I think with Mario Odyssey, are we just talking about like 3D Mario games in general? You know, not just saying Mario Odyssey, but 3D Mario games in general. Do you think we're going to see something along those lines? Well, I did do Mario Odyssey on its own because I do feel like we could actually see a sequel to this. Okay. I mean, we're getting Breath of the Wild 2. Okay. That has been confirmed that that is coming. So I can't see why they wouldn't be doing an Odyssey 2, especially with how well received this one was. That and was, hmm. DLC has basically been non-existent for it. That was going to be my point. With Mario Odyssey, Nintendo managed to, like, and with Breath of the Wild in the same year, just knock it out of the park. Like, they, they nailed this game. It was fun. I would love to see a sequel to it. And I yeah. think a lot of other people were liking that. And it's funny that Nintendo have just been, like, all hush-hush about it for this long. Like, they, they, they're, they're not... I know. Throwing out more and more DLC or anything exactly. to do with this game. Like one of their biggest games that will probably oh. be on the Switch in its whole lifetime. And yet they've done like no DLC for it. It does seem odd. It doesn't it. And yep. so that that was that's what leads me to believe they've got to be working on something here. They've got to have their hands exactly. in some sort of Mario Odyssey pie. I hope so. I hope so as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have we got next year? We also got that tweet now a little while ago before we move on. Yes. That was like hinting towards... Our Mario Sunshine yeah, tweets that so, we're calling it. Yeah, that made me think Mario Sunshine, but that was about Odyssey as well. And so like, it's not like they're completely ignoring the games out there. And do you think it's more likely we see Mario Sunshine? That's a tricky question. <laughs> that is so tricky. How beautiful would Mario... Before we go on. 
how beautiful would Mario Sunshine look in the HD Odyssey engine? It would look oh. amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm drooling for this audio <laughs> listeners right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think it would... I don't know. It's tricky because, like, Sunshine, maybe they'll just port it over from the GameCube. Yeah. Or, I mean, who knows? Maybe they do have a second one in the works. Or just bring back Mario 64. That'll be fine as well, please. I think we're happy with all of them, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. I know. Just something. Just give us every Mario game in 2020. Yeah, basically. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, that's why this is the top of the list. I think that Mario Odyssey, I, I don't know if this list is in order. Mario Odyssey is pretty... No, <laughs> okay, not. good. Mario Odyssey, I think that's pretty likely as well that we see something along those lines, whether it even just be an announcement of something coming. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I uh, think so. Mario Nat. Mario now this isn't actually Nintendo made, but it's Well still- no, it's still got Mario in it, so I, I let it on the list. I allowed it. <laughs> Mario and Rabbids. Do we think we're gonna see something along those lines? We've kind of been predicting this for a while actually. I would hope so. I'd really hope so. Like I was so shocked with how much I actually enjoyed Mario plus mm. Rabbids. It was an absolutely fantastic game. I had so much fun with it. And they did actually announce a new Rabbids game coming a few months ago. And it was just like another party game, like going back to their roots. And it was like, oh, is yeah. that all? They could have been working on a Mario plus Rabbids game instead. Yeah, same. Like, I mean, they still could be. There's, there's yeah, no exactly. You there's never no know. Yeah. Um, but I, I would love to see another one. I don't think at this stage, at this early on, we might see it. I think like maybe in the future we still see it because of how well it was received. But at this stage, I'm not sure if that's definitely where they want to go in the future. Maybe they've they've run and done it or maybe they're still working together. You know, Ubisoft and Nintendo have worked on other projects together. Maybe this is another one that's going in the fireworks again. Yeah, I mean, they did actually make a fair bit of DLC for this game as well. So That was the other point that I was going to make is that like we've seen the Donkey Kong DLC come out for it, so which was really great, by the way. But maybe that was their idea of, of throwing that out there as well to see how that went before they really could go into where else do we go with the series. Well, I really hope that that is one that we will see in the future. Same. Mario Golf Nats. <laughs> are, you, are you summing up like Mario Sports into this kind of one genre here saying we're going to see a Mario Sports game next year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it was basically all sporting ones. But like yeah. we, we've had tennis. Mm-hmm. So I thought, like, golf would make sense because we haven't seen a Mario Golf for a long time. I think the last one came out in – it was on the 3DS and that was back in 2014. Yeah. And the last time it was actually on a home console was on the GameCube, which was back in, like, 2003. Jeez. So it's been a very long time (laughs) since we've had a Mario Golf game on a home console. They were were a lot of fun, I thought. Yeah, like, I mean, most Mario sports games – in general, tend to be just a lot of fun. And they, they do really well of just making like a party game out of their sports games. Mario Golf is, for me personally, one that I want to see. Out of like, the, like there's, there's actually, in saying that now, there's a lot of love out there for Strikers. Yes. You know, Mario Strikers. So. Yeah, that's one I didn't actually play. Yeah, I, I dabbled in it. I didn't play enough of it to like, to just, I don't know, exude my love yeah. out right now. Yeah. But I know that that one there is something that if that came back up, the internet would explode for a day because of like just how important that game is to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be happy like with any any Mario sports game. Mm. So like, a couple of years ago, actually, on the 3DS back in 2017, they did have Mario, ooh, what was it called? Sports Superstar or something like that, which oh, had yeah. five different sporting games they on it. They basically watered them down into five yeah. separate ones, which didn't work as well. No, no. I think they need their own separate game because they can be a lot more meatier. Yeah, exactly. That's what works well, a meaty sandwich of just exactly. golf. <laughs> a club sandwich, shall we call it? Oh, <laughs> okay, let's sandwich. move on. Now. Um, Super Mario 3D World is your next one on the list here. Now we kind of talked about this just a tad yesterday. We did, we did mention it a little bit. I think a port is very likely. Mm. 
Like, with how they've been going with all the past Wii U ports, if this one doesn't come, it that just wouldn't make sense. It, it's honestly mind-boggling that it's t- taken this long for them even to port it. Exactly. Out of all the other games they've ported, it's mind-boggling that this isn't there yet. New Super yep. Mario Brothers is there, Nat. I know. This isn't. I know, and everyone was like, oh, well, we'd prefer 3D World over <laughs> Mario Bros. Everyone would. And so, like, it's yeah, it's just strange that it hasn't come back. Will there be a new game in the series? I don't know. I would love to see it. I think that will be down the track, but I think that will be a few years off. I think they'll probably port this one first before we see a new one. Now, if I can jump ahead and we can kind of mix New Super Mario Brothers into the same kind of group and say, like, you know, we've already seen the 3D World style go into the New Super Mario Brothers engine or, like, I guess that 2D style yeah. in Mario Maker. Yes. And so to me, if going forward, mm. I think we either see 3D World the port, we see 3D World in its completely new game, or there's always a chance that they revive the new Super Mario Brothers series, but throw away the new name and just go, let it's now 3D World. I don't, I don't have a name for it, but that yeah. Yeah. in 2D. That would be really cool because what, they do need to do something to revive the um, Mario Bros. series, definitely. The, the 2D series. I mean, we, yes, had, we yeah, had exactly the, the 2D ones. We had the original port of the new Super Mario Bros. over to uh, Switch was the, the something, 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 Deluxe, the longest name in the world. <laughs> But so I would, yeah, I don't know. I would like to see 3D World come back again. Yep, definitely. But I'd, I'd, I personally would love to see to see the 3D actual aspect yep. of it yep, because same. that was that was what made it fun. It was extra fun. Yes, it was very enjoyable that one. Okay, next Nat. Ma- oh, <laughs> Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yes. So what do you think is going to happen with Mario Kart? Are we going to get the Wii U? Um, we've already got the Wii. Sorry, yep, we- that's oh, one we've already got. Oh, we've got to get it. We've already got the Wii U version. Do you think we're going to get a nine? Yes. You do. I do. Also, I kind of cut myself short there. Nine was the, the word that I meant to get out of my mouth. That's all right. I think we all figured it out. <laughs> yeah. did, did you get that? <laughs> I think we will. Because like you pointed out to me when we were talking about this earlier, every console has had their own Mario Kart game on it. And the Switch, probably being their most successful console, Absolutely. hasn't actually seen a Mario Kart yet. Mm-hmm. So I would be very shocked if Nine never came to the Switch. Yeah, same here. Like it's just like you said, with every console having its own Mario Kart game, it would be strange, like intensely strange for Nintendo not to put out one on the Switch, even though this one's doing so well. And that's yeah. what it that's what it comes down to. That's what it's taken so long. I bet they have one in the works. Oh, of course. It's probably just been sitting around and in like someone's I don't know. Ugh. Miyamoto shed or something like that, waiting to release this this Mario Kart game because they're figuring, well, this one's still selling so well, why put another one out? All right, now, I don't think Nintendo makes games in their sheds. <laughs> That's why they keep all these games. <laughs> but, you know, I do agree with that. I think when Mario Kart 8 starts to die off is when we'll see 9 come out. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so as well. That, yeah. Surely we're getting that to that point. Although, I don't know. Mario Kart games. I don't know. Mario Kart games, they sell throughout the entire generation. They do. So it could be the end of that generation, and maybe they do the same thing. Maybe each time now they port it into the next console. Maybe. That's always an option. We will see what happens. Now, I did notice you actually missed one on my list, and I don't know if that's because you did it on purpose. No. But Mario versus Donkey Kong. Mario versus Donkey Kong. I, this is a weird one for you to mention that because, like, to me, it's just it, it's always been the portable series. But I guess it makes sense now that the Switch is the portable series, and that's where exactly. they're all kind of going forward. Exactly. So, what do you think? Mario I feel like it would work on the Switch, being a touchscreen as well, which is what so on DS. So that was that touchscreen. That was very heavily focused around touchscreen, wasn't it? So, like, really, if they were porting these games, I think we'd get a digital only version on Switch, and it would just one hundred percent be a touchscreen game. I don't think we'd see the 
maybe you could see the controls. I don't know how they would adjust it. Um, but like to me, that's kind of where they would go forward. If they did go forward with it, I don't see it happening personally. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure we'll see this one. I would like to because it was like a cool little puzzle game. Like you had to figure out how to get all your little wind-up Marios yeah. to the end without them dying. They're all constantly moving. So you need to be keeping an eye on them all so they're not like falling into a pit or something. It was just a fun little puzzle game that was, you know, something something different to play. It was. I don't know how well it sold. I, th- I think that's what it comes down to. I don't know if the series has been on the decline, which maybe is where it's been going. Maybe it's gone the same way as like Mario and Luigi. The series has just been on a decline. And so they maybe. They, they decided to go, let's you know put this on hiatus for a little while and, and maybe bring it back into the light in the future. I would like to see some of these games given a second chance on the Switch. Same. Like if they are starting to die off, just give them one last go. See, see how they're received. Well, that's the way to go tell. From there. That's the way yeah. to tell, isn't it? Yeah. You had to put Mario and Luigi on the Switch, or like this game on the Switch. Exactly. And Alpha Dream might still be around. At that point, yeah. Like, again, that's a complicated issue of you know we don't yes. know the ins and outs of why that couldn't happen. That that is true. But like the point still stands that if this had been on there, you really could have tested the waters to see is this going to work. Yep. That's basically what it comes down to. Absolutely. Just like a new Mario Galaxy game, that or now, possibly ports. I think we'll see a port. Yeah, so. I, I do think ports will come over because I, Centerblade, Wii game coming to the Switch. Good point. So it is likely that Mario Galaxy One and Two we might we've talked see them be ported over. We've talked about this in the past we that Xenoblade like that because of Xenoblade and what we're seeing now and the Wii U library is starting to dry up over here. Nintendo is starting to go. Where else can we like find stuff that's more easily portable? And I think yep. they're starting to go into that Wii library now and say. Maybe we can make this look a little bit better and bring this across. So I think that's maybe where we could see going forward, which would make sense for Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Same in a bundle, hopefully. Don't sell us separately, please. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Oh, I mean, they're, they're both full-length games, so I could see them selling them separately. 100%. You know, <laughs> I don't want them slap to. Slap the, what, $80 price, mark, price tag on them for us. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could I could see them doing that. But like, isn't this like a great time we live in? It's like we, we've got the Switch. We're getting all these new games, but then we're getting Wii U games coming over. We're getting Wii games come over. Maybe in the future we'll see GameCube games being ported over. Just give us everything, please. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing them all like, up, you know, it's good to see them all when they kind of made to look pretty, you know? Yes. That's what's so exciting about this, the Xenoblade is that if you had gone and played it back and played it on the Wii, you would have been like, oh, my eyeballs, this is not how I remember it looking. But when it comes into the future you, like, and, it, and it's made to look nice, you're yep. kind of like, oh, yeah, this is how I remember it. But it's not really, but it is. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You're not looking at those graphics being like, oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, now we've already mentioned Mario Sunshine here, so we yes, should probably we end on... Mario Party Net. I'm curious to see if we'll get another Mario Party game because this is actually a game that does get multiple releases on the same system. All the way up to the Wii U. Yeah, and then we it, hit it the, did start to dry off. Yeah, we hit the Wii U and there. Nintendo kind of went on the chopping block and went, whoosh, done, that's it. From now, this point onwards, yep. we're getting one point, one game per console. Yeah. It would be interesting to see them return to their Mario Party roots and say, hey, like every year, but not really. Well, maybe, maybe not every years. year. I mean, I like the GameCube. That had, what, four, five, six, and seven on it. That got four, four games. in its lifetime. The 64 had three games. Mm-hmm. The Wii had two games, I believe. Yeah, eight and nine. Yeah, and then, ten and on then the Wii we had U. one on the Wii U. Yep. So as you can see, they're scaling them back slowly. So. <laughs> That's funny. I said ten on the Wii U and you're like, one on the Wii U <laughs> and Mario Party 10. Whatever. My- Not that there was 10. <laughs> <laughs> My brain doesn't keep up with compensations, Nat. Um, yeah, so Mario Party, I could definitely see that happening 
if they wanted to go that old route, but I, I, in, in all honesty, I don't see it happening. I don't think they will either, Me. just because Mario Party hasn't really been received as well as what it used to be, so I don't see it's something that they'll be bringing multiple games to it's just the stra- Switch. It's strange they didn't do DLC for it. That's the, that's the strangest part of all this. I, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Talk about a game that manages to sneak up on you. I feel like Destiny Connect is a cat that managed to pounce into October and completely surprised me now that it was even coming out. It did. Now, I actually did a talk on this a little while back now if you dial it back, and I thought it was looking really cool. And since it's out now, I figured we could have a chat about what exactly this game is. Just yes. a bit of a catch-up about the game. Yep. So, where do you start? Where where are you at with this game? <laughs> where am I at with this game? I think it looks really cool. Mm. Like, That's the first thing that just yes. kind of goes... My eyeballs, yes, that looks cool. Exactly, the artwork, because it's not, it's not an artwork you'd expect. It's not something you really see these days anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the character, like the main character you play, it's like she's got like really big eyes. Well, and- the first thing, like when you see it, the first thing that my eyes just go, I relate this to that. Is like a PS2 game. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost like yeah. going back to a PS2 RPG, or like a lot of people call it like Jimmy Neutron, or this. I don't know. People relate it to a lot of different stuff, but it has its own unique art style that isn't just like saying, "Hey, he's anime JRPG," you know? Yeah, exactly. They have gone for something completely different, which is a nice feature, like a nice little little bit to add into the game. Yeah. Now the game itself is a JRPG. I don't feel like we mentioned that from the start. So it is a Japanese RPG. It's apparently pretty light on the actual. RPG mechanics is not something that's super deep and super heavy and hard to understand. It seems pretty easy kind of to get into. It does, doesn't it? It doesn't, like, when you look at the battles, it doesn't seem like one of those JRPGs that just has, like, this massive skill tree, you know, all these yeah. different... Abilities and stuff Exactly, going on. Yeah. exactly. It seems like it's been dialed down a lot more to make it a lot more simple and, like, if it's maybe, like, your first JRPG, you know, something a bit easier to get into. Definitely. Now, can we please talk about the enemy design absolutely they are so cool <laughs> aren't they so because of where the game's based which we'll kind of get into in a second everything in the game like all the different type of enemies that you're actually going to come up against are all based around different household appliances yeah so this is really cool it's not just like your standard monsters that you'd expect to see you know you go into a battle against a tv a blender <laughs> i'm like this is so cool it kind of reminds you a little bit of transformers you know when you see like I think like the toaster it is that comes to life. And oh yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it's really cool. I do like the enemy art style to this. I oh, know it's kind of like coming home and battling your toaster and your kettle and like just the blender. It's like throw it all in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, oh, there was a stove as well. That's sto- like throwing. <laughs> Throwing things out of it at you to attack you. And they would like make the sounds like when a stove is done, you know, the, the, the sound <laughs> makes that same sound. I, lo- I, lo- I like that little detail to it. That's really cool. I'd like to see what other um, household appliances you battle. Yeah. And so because of that, I think this game is a little bit of a, a unique game just because of what you're battling. And, and it seems to all be based kind of like town, I guess, in one town. It does seem like it. But this one seems a bit more meatier because you can actually go back in time as well. And I guess that's the kind of hook to the game because the the overall plot that we're following along here is we're basically living through Y2K. Yes. This is the end of the world. This is what was supposed to happen when Y2K happened. I don't know if our toasters were meant to attack us, but everything was meant to go wrong. Like the way you say this is what was supposed to happen. (laughs) Like, Like we prevented it from happening. Well... Now, long, it's a long story, but we did actually kind of prevent Y2K from happening. I don't want to get into it too deep here, but the, the basic, the, 
I guess what what kind of happened back there was that at the year 2000, because of the clocks resetting and because of all the internal clocks in all the computers, not yeah. knowing what the next number to tick up with, I forget exactly how it happens, but let's say it goes from three digits to four digits yeah. and the computers couldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't realise. had to go to zero, zero, zero. Yeah, it was meant to mess up all the bank systems. All of this different stuff was just meant to mess up. And so the economy was meant to collapse and everything was going to go wrong at that stage. But there was actually people working behind the scenes to prevent that from happening. So long story short, that didn't happen. That wasn't the chat that I was going to expect to get into on this podcast. Okay, well, that's good that they saved us from our toasts coming to life. It is. It, I know, I'm glad. I, I don't think that was going to happen. No, I don't think. But that's this is their, like, spin on that. This is their, like, yeah. know, fantasy version of Y2K, yep. of that happening in the year 2000. So that, it, that's cool. It's an interesting game. It's like, what, almost 20 years later that someone's made a game on, oh, what would have happened if Y2K did happen? Exactly. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think the between the art style, the fact that we're living through Y2K, and now we're going back in the past to kind of prevent it, it feels unique. And then you throw in there that you have this colourful cast of characters who has the robot out of Chrono Trigger. I'm convinced of that. <laughs> <laughs> he does look a bit like him, doesn't he? He does. Like it just. I don't know. There's a lot of games with yellow robots for some reason, by the way, as well. I don't that know seems that, to be a popular colour for robots. I yeah, I don't know if that's a thing, but that's that's a thing. <laughs> if you have a robot, it has to be yellow. Yeah, anyway, I don't want to drag this chat out for too long. I just wanted to give a bit quick summary as to what the game kind of is. And uh, do you have any closing thoughts about the game before we slip on out of this conversation? I heard that it's not a hugely long game either. Did you? Okay. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's true or not. But I don't know how... Yeah, quick- I did hear it's not like... you typical jrpgs where you know you've got put 80 hours into or something i did hear that it was shorter okay i didn't get many impressions out there from people because i simply think that because it's being a jrpg i don't know if nis gave the codes out very early so a lot of people have managed to get through it by this stage but there wasn't actually a lot of impressions coming out at the launch of the game i I only saw that from one person so they could have just got through it quickly okay it's hard to say exactly everybody get your grain of salt Alrighty, that is going to do it for today, Nat. But before we go, I feel like I should inform people that we're jumping on TikTok. TikTok, Nat. That we are. Now, there's not. Uh, there's only one video on there at the moment. But in the future, there's going to be more. There'll be individual content made for that. There'll also be like highlights and stuff uploaded to that. So we're going to see how it goes with that. I just would like to let people know that I'm actually on there because I don't, haven't told people anywhere else. And any support would be greatly appreciated. It would be a, a, a huge deal to us. So thank you for any followers or anything that we get out there. Absolutely. You can be, you can be the first. <laughs> oh, second, because I was the first. You were the first. Yes. Man, you can't take that first position away from someone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that is going to do it for today. Thank you for joining us. And remember, for great Nintendo entertainment, you can count on us. Bada bing, bada boom, Nat. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>